What's going on with Bannon and Trump? Uh, <laughs> Bannon. I can't believe what that guy did. Oh, I mean, what he did was terrible. <coughs> Who? Yeah, the book. Why he did that, it doesn't make any sense. He can't prove anything, because it's his word against Trump, you know? No, but it's just incredible. I mean, where's that curse of I mean, Trump made him, he gave him an incredible amount of, 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 of importance and, and credibility by making him the chief strategist, you know? So, okay, so he said, Ad Khan, until now, and then I want to remove you. So, what is this, revenge? Well, how do you do this, you know? Because a lot of people, they say that Bannon was the one that made Trump. Into, uh, no, it's not true. Don't make Trump. Trump is what he is. Yeah, you know, but, but to the Trump is Trump. Uh, there's no question that Bannon, I'm sure, contributed in terms of ideas. There's no question about that. I mean, Bannon has uh, his his perception of what should be. He's a tremendous conservative in that sense. He has his perception. Of, that's fine, you know. So there's no question that a discussion between Bannon and Trump was very positive, very advantageous to Trump. Doesn't mean he made Trump. You see, but how Bannon can now uh, do what he did is, an, to me, it's an ultimate betrayal. It's treachery. How do you do that to a president? First of all, he's a president. And second of all, what are you going to accomplish with this? What is he trying to do? Revenge? And the third thing, where's the accursed type? Where's the appreciation of what Trump did to him? You know what it is for a president to make you the chief strategist? Even for a week, let alone, let alone for what, what was it, for a, a year or a year, whatever, you know, it's a tremendous level of, it's a tremendous level of, um, of, re, of appreciation that a president has to make you that. So, so he didn't, so he fired you or he told him to resign, whatever. Yeah, because that's what a president can do. You serve, wait, you serve at the pleasure of the president. So if he feels he needs you, fine. If he doesn't need you, then that's his prerogative, you know? But you can't, you can't be angry at him, you can't you get revenge, you know? He calls the shots. Like, look, uh, uh, a, the, the American government is a business, you know what I'm saying? It's like a business. The, the CEO can fire you. But does that mean you get revenge on him because he tells you enough is enough, I need somebody else? He's got, you know, a CEO of a company, he knows, he knows what he has to do to run the company. And that's his main consideration, the bottom line. So as long as you fit, fine. So what do you mean, you can't revenge on the guy? You should be thankful that he even made, gave you that and gave you that position of incredible prestige. You know what I'm saying? So what is this? What type of act of betrayal is this? You talk about an incredible act of treachery. I mean, I'm not going, it's bad and right and wrong, but who cares? How does a man do that to somebody that gave him such a position of honor? Where's that curse at time? You know, appreciation uh, to, 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 is, is a fundamental attribute of Judaism. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> Why is he burning bridges? What? Why is he burning a bridge? Well, I'm sure he probably feels his bridges are burned. He couldn't, you know. But, <coughs> but how do you do that to a guy? If he sent back <coughs> from the leakers. Who? Trump said that, that uh, he was one of the leakers. Who was one of the leakers? Trump, Bannon was one of the leakers leaking out of the White House at the beginning. It could be. You know, <coughs> so I, uh, it could be, I don't know, you know, who knows what really want, you know. Uh, but the appalling thing is that how do you do this to a president? How do you betray a man like that, you know? And why is it going to liberal media for? It's a conservative. 
Yeah, I mean, I, 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 it's astounding to me. I mean, Bannon's not a stupid guy. He's a very bright guy. You know what I'm saying? But where's your meters? Where's your character? You know what I'm saying? How you do this to a guy who gave you such a prestigious uh, place of honor? And then what you do, stab him in the back by making these incredible statements? I'm shocked that a man of his intelligence would l lower himself to such a, to such a uh, position, you know, such a, a betray, uh, betrayal position. It's astounding, you know, <clears throat> and so on. And it's not only that. What does Bannon want from Trump? Trump is doing incredible stuff for America. Think about that. Incredible. What he's done, you know how much he's done already, how many regulatory commissions he's gotten rid of? You know, the unemployment is down, I think it, uh, the, it was at that point in the year 2000. <coughs> That's, he's lowered it to 17, 17 years ago. So, and not only that, the, the, the energy's coming back, the Anwar. It's incredible what this guy's done. I'm not even talking about what he's done for Israel. What he's done for America, he's raised the, the most, more Americans are employed today than ever were, you know, and, and they're making more money. It's incredible, uh, you know, what he's doing just in one, in one year. He's turned around the entire America, right, toward a direction of incredible prosperity, you know. So what does Bannon want? It's, a, what, it's, it's just incredible. What? What's a, what? Why? That's megalomania. That's, that's a megalomania. That's what it is. But I mean, it's just astounding what the guy's done. It's hard to believe. I was, I was stunned when I heard that. It was Bannon with this guy, you know? You know well, how do you do something like that? Where's your character, you know? Because that's what happens. You know, when a person, the, you know, many people think that they're God's gift to the world, you know, and they can't believe, you know, that all of a sudden somebody could replace them. I, wait, wait, well, what? That's sick. Where's the, where's the humility of this man? Instead, he's a supreme arrogant person, you know? Like I say, you know, where is the character of this person that you could do this to a present that has given you so much honor? You know, that's so fundamental in Judaism and so on, you know? Uh, and uh, well, that's the problem with politicians, you know? So many of them are incredibly arrogant people, you know? It's really uh, tremendously disheartening to, to see a person uh, really lower himself to such a degree, you know. And I'm not, I'm not going into what Bannon said is right or wrong. It's irrelevant, you know. I can't prove it anyway. What's the difference? This is word against Trump's. <coughs> What's the point of all this? Just to, just to, just to uh, smear, just to smear the man. Terrible. No. Tremendous ingratitude. What? Tremendous ingratitude. 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 <laughs> yeah, terrible, terrible ingratitude from a man to watch that, you know, you know, what can I say, that's my take on this, you know, uh, what, what's also interesting is Iran, that's incredible if it happens, without a bullet, what, without a bullet yeah, it's incredible, it's not amazing, it's incredible, it's like, it came out of nowhere, now we don't know what's going to be, but I'll tell you one thing, if, Iran falls if, right? That will mean that the Rabbanishlam, God has changed the Xera. Because really, Iran has to threaten the whole world by becoming nuclear, threaten the world, threaten Israel, right? And that's really what has to be. 
But if God takes out Iran this way, right, that means the decree has changed. Where God is accelerating the process, you see, and that means we're even closer. Because now you don't even, and that you don't, that means you don't even need this step where Iran will threaten the world, the, that the world, uh, that the, uh, we, that's how close we are to the Mashiach. Yeah. Yo, now we don't know why, but uh, yes. Yeah. Now why God would change the decree, you know, we don't know, but uh, clearly it's something that the Jews are doing, that the Jews are doing, and all of a sudden, the uh, you know it may even be the actors of Rubashkin, that there was such an unbelievable display of camaraderie, actors unity among the Jews. When they saw that by Rubashkin, it was incredible, you know, uh, that God said, okay, that's it. I'm now going to um, uh, take down Iran, and I'm not going to accelerate the process. Because in the end, you should know, the main thing that Jews have to do is achdus. Uh, Jews have to get together. They have to love one another. They have to respect one another. You see, that is critical for the redemption. And I think the unity that they showed by Rubashkin, I think it was absolutely astounding, you know, because everybody was dancing with everybody. It didn't make a difference who you were. And, and, you know, and what can I say? God likes that, you know? And that itself could have been a merit why God said, okay, I'm going to take out Iran, if it happens, right? Take out Iran, so I'm now canceling that necessary stage for the redemption, which means, what do you mean canceling? The next stage is the Mashiach, I mean, or, or the, as I call them, the transient figure uh, in, in Israel and so on and so forth. That's the next stage, you see? So something, the, the Jews did something. I, I want to tell you, the Jews did something even to shake up Iran, you see? Because what's going to happen now is Iran is going to have to share its spoils with the Iranian people, because that's really what it is. And that's stupid people, the Iranians, you know, I mean, the mullahs, you know, they realize, hey, you know, even if they can't get, even if there is not a revolution, but the mullahs now realize, hey, we can't just, you know, forget about the people. We got to take our wealth. We got to raise the economy. Or else our whole, our whole country is going to fall apart. You see, which means, therefore, that they're now going to have to focus money toward the people raising the economy, right? And not give money to Hezbollah and Hamas, right? Which means that terrorism will suffer, doesn't it? You see, so either way, it's great. If the revolution of Iran, that, that's beyond belief. That's where God said, His Yatsvuru, stand back and watch, right? As Yeshua Hashem, the salvation of God. Hashem Yilochem Yilochem by Kriyas Yamsev. God will fight for you. Atem Tachrishim, be silent. Uh, so if he takes out Iran, that's what's going to happen, you see? And that's the end of terrorism. Because the reason why Hezbollah and Hamas feel so confident is because they have big brother called Iran. Well, ISIS too, no? Who? ISIS. Well, ISIS is almost gone anyway. Uh, but uh, it's because they have big brother Iran that can always fill in for them if they're going to get stuff. But if Iran is gone, they have nobody. They know Israel can wipe them out. You know, what's stopping Israel from wiping them out all the time was America. But Trump is now behind, behind Israel. In fact, what's happening in the Knesset and so on, you know, uh, is that they have voted that they want to they wanna give the status of Judea and Samaria as full Israel. They want to, what do you call it? Um, what? Yeah, they want to annex uh, Judea and Samaria. I don't know if you read that, you know. 
because they, they realize, hey, and, and of course that's going to kill the end of the two-state solution because uh, the two states were supposed to be somewhere in that territory, you see? So if now everything is annexed to Israel, there's no more two-state solution. I mean, Abbas is going crazy when he heard this. <coughs> you know, I'm sure, he's got, he, I'm sure he's got now a lot to talk to with a psychiatrist. But he's got real problems now, you know? Uh, but the main idea is that if they annex Judea and Samaria, that's the end of the two-state solution. It's incredible. And they're passing it now, I think they're going to present it to the Knesset for law. And if that passes, that's the end of the two-state solution, that's over with. You see? Judea and Samaria. That's, that's Judea and Samaria. So, you know. It's the West Bank, yeah. Not Gaza. No, no. They're not going to annex Gaza. You know, I mean, I don't know what they do in the future, but certainly Judea and Samaria, they will annex means it now becomes part of Israel, proper. Anyway, but it becomes part of Israel, so that's an incredible step forward, you know. Uh, so if Iran falls, it's incredible, right? Because that means basically the end of terrorism, mostly, because you no longer have the mother of all terrorism, that's gone. You know what I'm saying? But not only that, that means Israel doesn't have to bring money, all that kind of money, now to, uh, to the IDF. Because they need a tremendous amount of money in order to uh, make sure that uh, security. But if there's no longer, imagine if there's no Iran anymore. And Iran is now a democracy. Alright? So what, you, you don't need so much, you don't have to pump so much money into the military. Correct? But that's incredible. That means Israel now have access to much greater amount of money. So that's very important. So there's no terrorism at all, basically. I mean, you may have some lone wolf guys, but basically the main sponsor of that is Iran, and that's gone, right? So now, not only that, Israel now uh, in a position, like I say, where they can now pump money into the economy and, and, and so on. <clears throat> but it'll change the whole Middle East, you see, because Iran is the major, and everybody else is basically a proxy of Iran, you see? The, the, the whole globe will change if that happens. And besides, the main idea is that it's an, God is removing the decree that Iran is the last stage. And that's incredible, which means that we are literally right up against the last stage of the Mashiach. And like I said, even if Iran doesn't collapse, they are now going to have to put in a lot of money into Iran in order to change the way people feel because they realize if they continue this way, it's going to collapse. It means there'll be a real revolution, assuming it doesn't collapse, there'll be a real revolution. They can't do that. Right now, the, uh, they say that, you know, I don't know if you know it, but uh, was it? I think 70% of Iran is 30 years and below. People, 70% of the population is 30 years and below. And they say the amount of employment is terrible. There are people who have PhDs, they don't have jobs. You see, so they realize you can't you can't stay on that kind of a population, right, and maintain yourself uh, unless you raise the economy. And, and, and Iran is as they say, you know, they, they they're doing terribly economically, and that's without that's with the hundred and fifty billion dollars that they got, which means that they now have to take, like I said, they have to take away a tremendous amount of money from terrorism to give it to their people, which means now that Hezbollah is going to get much less, Hamas. You know, and these guys, these guys won't have enough money, they'll shrink or disappear. You see, <clears throat> because Iran, no, the focus of Iran is no longer terrorism through proxy. You see, it is now to make sure that the economy runs. Either which way, it's going to change the face of Iran and the face of terrorism. 
which is interesting, you know, and so on. And also, not only that, Iran, they have to be very careful. They realize that because, like Bush, like Bush, like Trump said, I'm watching. Uh, you see, with Obama, they know they could slaughter their people. And Obama, you know, Obama is, you know, I mean, you know. Oh. But, uh, but Trump, you know, Trump won't tolerate that. If they start slaughtering the Iranians really in big numbers, Trump's going to go after them. Like he did after Syria, he blew up the whole airport, you know? You can't do that, you can't slaughter your population, for what? You need to change, you have to help them. And they're, and they're, they're uh, what do you call it, um, demonstrating, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, legally, I mean, not legally, but they have a right, you, you, we have no jobs here. That's the first thing of government, is security, and the next thing is help us with the economy. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Words, they have complete moral and ethical reasons why they are demonstrating. <coughs> Who cares if it's legal or illegal? The, the whole con Iran is illegal, what they're doing. It's, it's incredible the way governments think, you see? Uh, so that itself is a very... So they're afraid to, to slaughter them too much because Trump is watching and, and so on. And, the, and once Trump is watching, then you have the Security Council watching. And, you know, it, it, you can't... You know, it's hard to do that, uh, to slaughter your population in today's time. I mean, it's possible, but it's much harder. It's harder to get away with. With a guy like Trump, very hard to get away with. Because, you know, like, uh, you know, he's, like, he's not predictable. He can say, you know, he says, hey, you, guys, you can't do this. You can't slaughter 50,000, 20,000 people. What is this? And they're right. <clears throat> they are morally correct in, in rebelling. Because these guys are starving to death. With the poor food prices and all that. You see? So therefore, they're afraid. It's not like they have the green light from Obama. Now they have the red light, or I should say the yellow light. Caution, be careful, don't overdo it. And they are worried, uh, because the US can really drown them with sanctions and so on, you see. So they're really worried, what? They're doing an investigation of the, of the Obama that let the Zabola. The investigating Obama's what? Oh, oh, that, yeah, that's yeah. scandal. So that's yeah, that's incredible. Uh, well, that's called uh, Cassandra. Yeah. Oh, it's, what he did was terrible, you know. What was the scandal? It's a whole scandal, if I remember correctly. He allowed Hezbollah to, to uh, bring in drugs into this country because he was afraid. Yeah, because he was afraid that Iran, you know, would be mad and they wouldn't join America. I mean, his thinking is so psychotic. It's beyond, it, it's not, it, it is so self-centered. And it's so megalomaniacal, it's beyond belief that a person can think that way. No, no, it's, it's incredible. It's not just that he wants an Iran deal, which, like, he's been dreaming of Iran. They ought to make him an honorary citizen of Iran, Obama, you know? But to allow Hezbollah to come with, they say, tons of drugs. Yeah, to, to, to destroy Americans. That's what he's doing. His, his desire to join with Iran is greater uh, than his welfare, uh, the welfare of American people, because they're the ones who took the drugs. Yeah, who ever heard of something like that? You know? His principal, uh, uh, what he called the concern, has to be with American lives and American health. How do you do something like that? You see? If that's proven, you can't believe what a scandal that is. That means he put the welfare of Iran or the deal with Iran greater than the welfare of America that he has sworn. <laughs> it's treason. Of course. You see? It's what? 
Yeah, but there were many tons of drugs that came in because he allowed Hezbollah because he was afraid Iran would be mad and they say, we don't want to make a deal with you. What kind of a think is that? It's sick. It's more than sick. It is the think of a megalomaniac. It's what it is. Where I decide what is good, moral, and ethical. I you sworn to protect the Americans. You're sworn to, to that your major concern is the welfare of America. Eh, who cares? You have no idea what kind of a crime that is, you know? Uh, it's like, it just boggles the mind, yeah. I, I, look, there, there's so many scandals that are coming out, it's hard to keep track. It really is, you know? The it's like a scandal every day. Yeah, it, well, what happened with Hillary is beyond belief. I mean, it's, you know, you should know one thing. <clears throat> I heard on Friday, yeah. You should know one thing, and, and this is very important to know, and I'll close with this. Wow. I didn't think I'd get into this. You should know one thing. <clears throat> God is very strict with one of the Noahite commandments, which is called din, judgment or justice. Very strict. Because without that, the world collapses. Obviously, without law and order, as they say, the world collapses. Uh, so therefore, presidents don't realize that. But they are commanded by God to make sure that their country runs efficiently, securely, and that the laws of justice prevail. When a president doesn't do that, you know, when all of a sudden he twists and, 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 twi and turns justice to himself, you know, then God comes after him. He, they, Obama has no concept of the punishment that he will receive. No concept, you see. So <clears throat> God is very strict with that, you see, and he will call the, the, the uh, politicians uh, to, to the bar, to justice, you know. Your job is to protect your citizens. Where are you? You see, you knew that Hezbollah was supplying tons of drugs, and that's killing Americans. So where are you? How do you do this? You see, Obama has no concept of what's in store for him when God gets, uh, gets to him. Begins, okay, next case, Obama. Uh, you know, there's no concept of what he's going to go through. Because as president, he has a job. And not only is he violating his job, but he's making a mockery of justice, which is worse. That's why what happened with Hillary is very bad. Because, uh, what do you call it? Uh, um, uh, Como? Com James Comey. Comey. Comey and, uh, and uh, Comey and uh, all these people that distort justice, you see, they, what they've done by allowing Hillary to get off, they have made a mockery of justice. You see, you're not allowed to do that because then who respects the law? If you make them, if, if people see that there are two laws, one for the politicians and one for the people, uh, what's bad is not only that, you, 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 how do you do something like this? Where's, your, where's your, 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 your oath to uphold justice? But what's even worse is that you've made a sham, a mockery of justice. Then what happens to the law? Nobody respects it anymore. Then anybody tries to get away with whatever they can. You can't do that, you see. So they're all guilty of that. They have no idea of how guilty they are. Because they all know that Hillary committed the crimes that she's, she's accused of. Everybody knows that. Everybody in America knows that. You know, uh, except of people who, who are into denial. So that's the real, that's the real uh, uh, criminal act. You've made a mockery of justice by allowing everybody to see how you will do nothing to these politicians who have power. And they realize, people think that, well, there's two sets of laws, like I say, you know. 
but what they're doing they don't they don't realize that when the when the hand of god it's like they say you know the millstone of god the millstone you know what a millstone is when you grind the the old way of grinding the grain and so on so it says that the millstone of god grinds exceedingly slow it really goes very until it gets to you right but what it gets to you exceedingly fine it crushes everything out of you so it takes time god has his reasons his 